welcome back to the Tipsy Ghost. We're your tipsy host, Sarah Sarah Lindsay. Hey, guys. Hey. A-, a few episodes ago, we talked about some fun laws in Canada. Remember? Ooh. Oh, yeah. We said they probably have really nice laws. Yes. So we are going to talk about fun laws in the U.S. of A. It's illegal to do a lot here. Yes, but these are fun. Okay. Uh, are you sure? Okay. Yes. All right. All right. All right. North Carolina. <laughs> Did you know that it is illegal to plow a field with an elephant? In North Carolina. Like, like you can't use the elephant to plow the field, or if the, right. the field has an elephant, you can't plow it. No, you, you can't, can't use, use an elephant. elephant that means it's happened once. That's what is so fascinating about these laws. <laughs> Something has happened. Who has owned an elephant in North Carolina? And use it to plow a field. How does an, how does an elephant plow a field? Okay, do we think it's like a circus, like a traveling circus? And they're and farmers. And they ended up there? And maybe the circus person needed money, and so they loaned out their elephant to plow the field. That's, I'm guessing, how it went down. Okay. I like it. Iowa. If you are a one-armed piano player. <laughs> it wasn't me. You must it was perform- the one-armed man. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you could do that. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. You must perform for free. Oh, you don't get paid? <laughs> no. You have to perform for free. I feel if like you're if, you're miss- if you're missing a limb, you should get paid double. That seems... Illegal on so many other fronts, like you know, disability. I don't. One arm, one arm piano player. You must play for free. Okay, that seems. I don't know what the word is. Discriminatory. Thank you. Do you guys want to know what's illegal in Missouri? Oh, um, let me list all the things that are illegal in Missouri. <laughs> well, okay, I don't like. You can drive with it. an open container you, in Missouri. You can. You can. Uh-huh. I mean, it depends by county, but yes, you can. But there's several weird things I'm sure that are illegal. Let's hear it. It is illegal to drive your car uh-huh. with an uncaged bear in the car. Good to know. Yeah, I Mark can that see that. List. That's probably a good law. <laughs> Someone in Missouri tried to drive with a bear in their car. An uncaged <laughs> bear. Picturing somebody out in the woods that sees like a little cub thought, you know what? I'm going to take this one home. This is where you know we're city folk. <laughs> How often do you see bears in Missouri? I feel like not often, but not maybe in ever. the Ozarks? Yeah, maybe in the Ozarks. I hear about like mountain lion, lion sightings. I'm like, where? I bet it was the traveling circus. <laughs> oh, well, that answers everything. <laughs> they have everything. They were going from here to Oh, and they can't North travel Carolina. with it in their car. Yeah, it makes yes. sense. With the one-armed piano player. <laughs> you know <Yes>. what? <laughs> this seems discriminatory free. towards circus folk. <laughs> and bears. <laughs> Laws were made against circus people. We're going to stay with the bears. Carnies. Aren't they called carnies? In Alaska, it is illegal for you to wake up a bear to take a picture. Oh, yeah, that's probably not a great idea. <laughs> also, common sense feels don't, like... If you want to take a picture of a bear, don't wake it up. Um, How would they know that you... W- unless you were just eaten by a bear. But like, <laughs> but what if it was awake? Like what if mi- you, you can take a picture of it while it's awake, but you can't wake it up to take a picture. But like, unless you posted, like, hey, I woke this bear up. Right, right. How are they going to know? No, this bear was already awake when I took this picture. <laughs> you know, he was already awake. <laughs> he looks really grumpy, but it's okay. It's Let's January, go. but he was awake. I know it's hibernation months, but he was already up. <laughs> he needed a midnight snack. <laughs> and staring. it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I am tasty, apparently. Now I'm a one-armed piano player. <laughs> It's all making sense. <laughs> I tried to get him in the car. Now I can't Driving get paid. To Missouri. I can't get paid. Had to trade him in for an elephant. And piano, plow some piano playing. <laughs> it's all connected. Uh, I get it now. <laughs> Montana. Ooh. Oh, okay. Um, lots of wildlife there. Elk. 
So this has to do with a horse. Okay. So if you ride your horse to school, which you can, okay, it is the principal's job to feed and pasture your horse. I feel like this is a really old law. <laughs> <laughs> Poor principal. What if everybody, like as a senior prank, rode Aww. horses to school? <laughs> Best senior prank ever. And the principal has to feed and pasture all these horses. I have a friend that's getting ready to move to Montana, so I'm going to tell them. That's a great when senior prank. Graduate. This is what you should do. Yes. All right, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Um, You can't drive under 55 miles an hour. It has to do with something with witches. Okay. It um, does not have anything to do with witches. Damn it, Lindsay. (laughs) Let me have my fun. Okay, you cannot. You can't pretend to be a witch. You have to be a real one. It has nothing to do with witches. (laughs) That was still my my guess. (laughs) What else do we know about Massachusetts? It might still be a law. You just didn't talk about it. (laughs) Oh, I got this. You can't pocky con yod. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was beautiful. She got that it. honestly is a terrible accent. You can't just say, hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> you can't. Slap the side of the car. Slap the top That's of the illegal. taxi. Yeah. Um, no, good guesses, but this Thank has you. to do with an exploding golf ball. Oh, oh. <laughs> my next guess. If you are found close. with an exploding golf ball, you're going to be arrested. You can't have an exploding That's golf like ball. That's like a bomb. Have you seen that? <laughs> That's exactly. What the hell? I mean, specifically, that? it's a golf, golf ball. It's exploding fine. baseball it's... is okay. What? Oh. No, I'm making that up. I have no idea. It's in like part 2B. (laughs) I have no idea. Also, no softball that explodes. (laughs) Okay. All right, Nebraska. Um, You cannot have exploding corn. A cat that eats (laughs) corn. It has to do with hair. Okay, you cannot have hair. (laughs) (laughs) Exploding hair? That is wrong. (laughs) Okay. We were close. I don't know. You cannot give anyone a perm without a license. So a mom cannot give her kid a perm. Well, yeah, that's like hairdressing like cosmetology school. I'm just saying. I didn't know it was illegal. It's illegal. The ammonium flaglocolate, okay? <laughs> oh, okay, legally blonde. <laughs> <laughs> you can't wash it within 24 hours. You can't get your perm wet. We learned Everybody that. Knows that. We learned that. New Jersey. It has to do with men in New Jersey. Go. Ooh, okay. Um, this is only a, a male-centered law. You cannot go to the gym more than three times a day. <laughs> you cannot <laughs> tan. <laughs> you cannot tan more than four times a day. <laughs> uh, that would seem painful, honestly. GTL, gym, tan, tan laundry. laundry. Okay, you, you can't can do, do infinite laundry. Of laundry, I no, feel like. you can't do any laundry on Sundays. Ooh, okay. It's That'd the holy day. <laughs> That's when I do all my laundry. <laughs> bummer. <laughs> if you are a man in New Jersey... Uh-huh. And you get caught knitting during mm-hmm. fishing season. Oh. You may get a fine. You know, we were close. <laughs> also, that is up there with the dumbest laws I've ever heard. Knitting during <laughs> fishing season. And, you know, the funny For thing about, about laws is that this had to happen once. Right. Offend somebody Ugh. to where it became a law. It offends me that that's a law. <laughs> <laughs> Only during fishing season. Yes. <laughs> I'm offended. Wait. What? Is fishing season not like all the time? No. Seasons. Because of when fish uh, migrate and stuff, their migrating patterns. It's seasonal because of fish. Because of seasons. Because of their migrating patterns is what I meant to say. Sorry. You were fine and just sounded funny. Okay. In Ohio. Ohio. Ooh, that's it. Okay. According um, to TikTok, that's a trash state. Do you want me to give you a clue? Because this is about an animal. Yes. Um, Which animal? Fish. Okay. You cannot. Here we go. Seasonal. Yes, because season, <laughs> fishing is not year-round. Fishing 
It's seasonal. It's only when fish are fishing. You can fish year round, but there's certain type of fish you can only catch at certain times of the year. Is that a hint? No, that's just me giving you a life lesson. (laughs) In Ohio, (laughs) you cannot smell like fish on a Wednesday. Oh, okay. Ever, that's fine. Because on Wednesdays, we wear pink, we don't smell like fish. (laughs) That that is good. I was going to go eat fish on Fridays. No, no catfish fi- Friday. No fish fry Fridays. No fish fry Fridays. Yeah. Okay. It's opposite in Ohio. <laughs> it is illegal to get a fish drunk. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, how does one get a fish drunk? Okay, I, I, would got it, I got it. They would grab a fish and put it in a container of alcohol. Oh, not what I was thinking. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I thought it had like a little fish bong. Yeah, I was thinking like it's fish season. I catch my fish. I'm going to bring it out of the water and pour a beer down its throat. <laughs> <laughs> with this beer bong <laughs> into its gills drink, 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 and then throw back in the water and be like ha ha that seems like fish abuse it is yeah, that's why you can't do it the fish and alcohol is terrible someone in ohio put a fish in alcohol do i believe you know, it that reminds me of there is a bar at the lake of the ozarks okay called big dicks halfway in yes and <laughs> you're familiar is, with big dicks yeah you yes. drive past it all the time okay hmm. you can take a shot with a minnow. With a minnow. Shoot the minnow. Wait, what is what? A minnow is a tiny little fish. I know what a minnow is. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, what is that? You butthead. Minnow is a fish. <laughs> what do you mean you can take a shot with a minnow? Like you swallow the minnow. It's got the <gasps> minnow. You drink the minnow. You shoot the minnow. Like, yeah. why would you want to? Well, so I don't know. That's why I, I don't know. And then uh, that's why I said it. I was like, do you have to poop it out? Like people do this. Honestly, out of the three of us, you would be the best at it. Something live because Lindsay. I'm good at taking shots. Yes. Yeah, absolutely not. I, I would barf it up. I don't think I could like something alive that I could feel moving. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could do it. You can shoot it'd... the minnow. Um, but yeah, I don't know what the point is, but it, you would definitely be getting the fish drunk. West Virginia. Uh, West Virginia is Virginia for lovers or is it West Virginia? It's Virginia for lovers. Okay, so West Virginia must be for haters. (laughs) Divorcees. There's a lot of the Appalachian Mountains. Um, There? Yeah, you cannot insult Bigfoot. Or Mothman. Or Because Mothman is in the Appalachians. Yes. And the Appalachian horned frog. Yep. It is illegal to whistle while underwater. Can you do that anyways? I think you can. I can't whistle, period. So TBD. I, on a, we're going to have to try this. All right. Those are some fun, weird things that people have actually done. Interesting. Those are fun laws. Okay. What are you going to tell us? I have a paranormal story for y'all. I love a good paranormal story. And I made you a PowerPoint. Oh. We're going to talk about that. the Hellfire Club. I know the Hellfire Club. And um, we're going to be in London and Ireland, primarily in Ireland, but the Hellfire Club did originate in London, so we're going to talk about London also for a little bit. Um, Are we going to talk about Stranger Things? No, I just put that picture because, I mean, that's what people think of when they hear the Hellfire Club now. Obvi. So the Hellfire Club is in Montpellier Hill, Ireland, which is just outside of Dublin. And on this hill is the Hellfire Club. (laughs) So the building that the Hellfire Club was housed in is a lodge, and it was built in 1725 by William Connolly. That's a long time ago. And it was originally called Mount Pillier. It looks really cool. So the hill that this lodge rests on has been called Mount Pillier for 
quite some time. So William Connolly, the one who built this home in 1725, he was the speaker of the Irish House of Commons. The home consists of a kitchen and servants' quarters on the main floor, stairs leading up to a hall and two reception rooms, and then on the third floor there are several rooms with sleeping quarters. So the entrance on the upper floor was reached by a long flight of stairs, which is now missing because this was built in the 1700s and things things don't stay the same. No, they they break down. They break down. Yeah. So at each side of the building is a room with like roofs that are kind of like leaning that they think were used for house stables for horses. The grounds around the lodge are on about a thousand acres. And there was a prehistoric burial site at the summit of Mount Pillier Hill and stones from it were taken to actually build the lodge. Shortly after this lodge was built, a storm blew the original roof off and superstition says that it was the work of the devil for disturbing the ancient burial grounds. Oh, obviously. Sure, yeah. yeah. So Connolly had the roof replaced, and it is still intact to this day. Um, That's pretty impressive, actually. That is impressive. Yeah. So, like I said, he built it in 1725. He died in 1729. So he didn't get Aww. much use out of it. So you Ooh. can see all of Dublin from there. They say it's a beautiful view. What a unique building shape. Mm-hmm. That is the history on the lodge. So the Irish Hellfire Club, the members were active there from 1735 to 1741 and used this home as their meeting place. Was there a Ghost Adventures episode on this? Yes. So yes. So Zach, and I talk about that a little bit later. I don't go too far into it because Zach went to the London original Hellfire Club. Uh, it was like underground mm-hmm. and they wore these weird masks. Huh. Yes. So he went to London. He didn't go to this one in Ireland. So, what is the Hellfire Club? Do tell. Is it a secret society? It is. Oh, my gosh. Do you burn in hell? DPD. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. The Hellfire Club is a group of exclusive clubs for high society. Mm. I'm in this really cool club. (laughs) And these were the rakes (laughs) of Britain and Ireland in the 18th century. Do you know what a rake is? Uh, Absolutely not. Hang on. Didn't we talk about this recently? It's a a promiscuous man. That's what they were called. Rakes. Ooh, harlots, like swingers? Harlots and rakes. Like, just like men who were going Slutty? around. Slutty men. Having sex with women and acts Ooh, of debauchery. Okay. They were called a rake. Okay. So this was for the rakes in Britain and Ireland in the 18th century, but high society. So many of them were what they called people of quality. Um, and many were involved in politics and were earls and dukes and... All kinds of things. Oh, so they thought they could probably be a get away with things, but maybe would judge other people, I'm mm-hmm, guessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rakes and hoes. So they... <laughs> <laughs> they, so clever. they wish to partake in immoral acts. Yeah. But they want to also judge other people, I'm sure, for right. doing the same thing. Right. Would you think the 18th century, the church was pretty much in control of London at that time, so that's why there were secret clubs. Well, yeah. They don't want people to know their business. So because it is a secret society, the activities and the members are kind of hard to find evidence of, but we do know of some people. So the first official Hellfire Club was founded in London in 1718 by Philip Wharton. And he was the first Duke of Wharton and his high society friends were in the club with him. So he started the club because at the time there was gentlemen's clubs, which these were where people met to discuss poetry, philosophy, and politics. Sure, <laughs> they did. That's what they did. <laughs> and he said, I don't want a gentleman's club. I want something a little yeah. more debauched. <laughs> he thought those were boring. So he started what he called a satirical 
gentlemen's club. You know, I think I've seen some gentlemen's clubs on the way to the Lake of the Ozarks. <laughs> too. Um, so these clubs that he founded were known to ridicule religion, meant as a joke to shock the world and not take things too seriously. The supposed president is going to be Satan. Okay, of course. Oh. Satan is okay. the president. Okay. Yeah. The Hellfire Club? Yes. Well, he Satan. approves of all this oh, you debauchery. Know, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's um, the leader of the orgy. <laughs> although, Wharton, Stan. when he started this, did not engage in satanic worship or anything like that. That was not his goal. Sure. Make that clear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the club mm-hmm. met on Sundays, of course. <laughs> that is a holy day. It's a day of rest. <laughs> not for Stan. <laughs> Stan. At different locations, sometimes pubs, sometimes secret places like this, women could join, which was not very common in that day and age. So what did they do during these meetings of the Hellfire Club on Sundays? Um, Rituals, sacrifices, and... I've said um, it three times. It's got to make it into the conversation. Sex, rituals, and rock rock and roll. You are not wrong on any of those except maybe rock and roll. I don't know if that was around in the 18th century. Classic. Wait, do you think they had to have violinists down there like... <laughs> that was their stairway to yeah. heaven. That because they didn't have recordings of music, so it had mm-hmm. to have been. They had to make their own. What year is this? Seventeen, like the seventeen twenties, so eighteenth okay. century. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think they have goats in Ireland. Yeah, yeah, oh, and God. so goat skin bongos. <gasps> do, 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 because <laughs> do, do, sensual bongo music. <laughs> <laughs> to the tune of during the orgies <laughs> what's that one that i like i don't know that, uh, what, your what, goat goat bongo music that you like i'm not what sure orgy music no, what's that like? jazz music that i like careless whisper careless whisper how do you but, do that with a bongo but goat bongos no they're just in the background and they have somebody making the noise like yes <laughs> 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 Your mouth is the best instrument. <laughs> this is a great okay. orgy. So besides the great rock orgy. and roll. I love it here. Thank you. I'm glad we could participate together. <laughs> they did have mock religious ceremonies and they would eat meals with uh, the foods that they called, quote, holy ghost pie. Okay. <laughs> what is holy ghost pie? Breast of Venus. Who's Venus? Like, um... <laughs> From mythology, Greek and Roman yeah. mythology, like the naked woman. Yeah, right, no. but what is it? I in know real who life? that is, but like, how do they get her breast? No, that's just what they called the food. It was probably like chicken breast, chicken boob. <laughs> they were like, "This is the breast of Venus and devil's loin." Right, it's probably pork, like pork chop, pork loin, goat, mm. goat boobies. They did this goat while boobs. they drank hellfire punch. Okay, okay. <laughs> now listen, I can make a hellfire punch. It's got to have fireball. Yes, obviously. Um, cranberry? It probably has a, a splash of cranberry, but a lot of Jameson. Okay. And um, Bailey's. That sounds disgusting. Just something that's going to make you fall on the floor. Bailey's, Jameson, Fireball, and uh, Guinness. Oh, We're going to Google. With a splash of cranberry. There is another drink that they would have that I will tell you what that was here in a second. I probably won't want to recreate it. You might, actually, this one. Okay. Um, they also came to meetings dressed as Bible characters as a satire. Oh, that's your Halloween costume. <laughs> I know, I thought of that. <laughs> um, Are you part of the Hellfire Club? I'm here to eat of the devil's loin. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> so gross. Give cool. me the Hellfire Punch. <laughs> you want the devil's loin. Stan? Cool. <laughs> All right, Morton's Club. Wait, I want to tell you the Hellfire Punch recipe. Oh, okay. Just an example, so okay. you know. It involves cognac. Hmm. 
Jamaican rum, cherry brandy. Love Jamaican rum and cherry brandy. Lemon juice. <laughs> yes. Big fan. Milk. Um, not with alcohol. It cayenne curdles. pepper. Ew. No, don't like that. Demerara sugar. Okay. okay. It has sugar, so I'm going to say it's good. And nutmeg. And nutmeg. Oh, okay. Oh, pumpkin pie. That's very Christmassy. <laughs> <laughs> that is just one. That's the first thing that pulled up for a Hellfire Punch. I'm really hoping we can come up with a better. Let's. We'll come cocktail. up with our own recipe for okay. the Hellfire Punch. Okay. So Morton's Club ended in 1721 when a bill was put into effect, quote, against horrid impieties. Ooh. Taking its aim at the Hellfire Club specifically. Morton was removed from Parliament by all of his political enemies who found out about his club. Yeah. So then he became a Freemason. Found another Not club. so secret, secret club. Yes. And in 1722, he became the Grand Master of England, which I don't know what that is, but it sounds cool. It sounds self-appointed. Yeah, it it's giving much, I declare. Sir Francis Dashwood and the Earl of Sandwich. Stop it. <laughs> Members of the Hellfire what Club. What kind of sandwich? <laughs> it's just the Earl of Sandwich. Um, hang on. Um, corn, beef, and cabbage. And cabbage. <laughs> okay. On rye. Well, we're still in London, so. Um, don't they have some weird old... Shepherd's Curdled pie blood uh, sandwich. A sandwich of shepherd's pie? <laughs> I'm just making it. <laughs> okay. Uh, London. We're going to put lamb and potatoes in between bread. No, no, no. Fish and chips. What Fish and chips bread. Blood, bloody pudding or something. Oh, yeah. Bloody they... pudding. Yeah. Uh, a spotted dick. <laughs> so they created their own version of a Hellfire Club in the 1730s. I hate all of those options. Guess who like... was known to attend it? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> No, this is 1758. Stan himself. Someone from America before he Ooh, came to America. 1758. Um, oh. Christopher Columbus. Columbus. That was 1492. Oh. <laughs> George Washington. Before he came to the States? <laughs> yes. Because. Okay, wait, wait, 1776. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, so it's got to be. Um, ben Franklin. Jeffert. Ben Franklin. Oh, yeah. Ben Franklin. That's not what I was going to guess, Which but ben, okay. He was a Freemason as well. Ben Franklin yes. was. Yeah. So he was known to attend Sarah, the Hellfire Sarah's Club. Not so secret, secret club. Yes. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm in the secret, not so secret club. Columbus, the two of you. Juan Ponce de Leon. Listen, we have had three shots <laughs> and several seltzers. So, anyways, Ben Franklin went to the the Hellfire Club. Have at least been that's right. Old. Okay. All right. So Makes Dashwood sense. and the Earl of Sandwich, their club. <laughs> I can't. What's his name? <laughs> They if met. you say so. I am the Duchess <laughs> of Soup Tacos. <laughs> Did you say soup? The Lady of Soup <laughs> and the Duchess of Tacos. <laughs> <laughs> and I am the Dame of Vodka. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you sound very official. <laughs> no, you just had, what'd you have? A... It was a taquito. Oh, you are the um, Dame Princess. of... Because right. of what I just taquitos. ate. <laughs> yes. Because I, okay. Yeah. I ate a taquito. I'm a taquito forever. You sound like a sister to the taco. I almost went to a uh, Hawaiian bros. Could have been. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dame of chicken. Dame of huli huli. <laughs> <laughs> Madam. Madam of huli huli. <laughs> Madam Kilauea. My name is Madam huli huli. <laughs> and pasta salad. <laughs> And white rice. <laughs> Sticky rice. <laughs> oh, we're never going to get through this story, y'all. Come on, page two of four. You got me with that sandwich guy. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I'll try not to say his name again. Earl Sandwich. Dashwood. 
<laughs> I'm back there. All right. Dashwood met in tunnels and caves in West Wycombe Hill. So this is where Zach went um, when they did their Ghost Adventures episode. They went to the OG, the London Hellfire Club. So these tunnels and caves were decorated with mythological themes. Breast of Venus. <laughs> uh, phallic symbols. Yes, thank you. That is my favorite mythological symbol. (laughs) And sexual drawings, because they were rakes. And hoes. Ricks and hoes. hoes. (laughs) (laughs) Records indicate that members performed, quote, obscene parodies of religious rites. Oh. Take that how you want. I don't, mm, I didn't want to really look into that further. Wow. According to um, a historian, the members, quote, their practice was rigorously pagan. Sounds like it. <laughs> I'm probably going to butcher the same. Bacchus and Venus were the deities to whom they almost publicly sacrificed, and the nymphs and the hoghead that were laid in against the festivals of this new church sufficiently informed the neighborhood of the complexion of those hermits. That's very intense. They were just going against the church, basically, and doing things that weren't talked about. In the 19th century, legends of black masses and Satan and demon worship had become attached to the club. Rumors of prostitutes frequenting the clubs that they called the nuns. Mm, so they got them down there. So they basically were eating, drinking, and engaging in debauchery. Got it. That's what happened in the Hellfire Club. So it's its own club in Europe. And like I said, it originated in London. But the Irish Hellfire Club. Here's where we're going to focus our story. This was founded in 1737. This is not the story. <laughs> <laughs> that was a backstory? This okay. was the backstory of the Hellfire Club. All, All right. right. All right. So Ireland. We're going to stay in Ireland now. So it was founded in 1737 by Richard Parsons, who was the first Earl of Rossi, and James Horsdale. Lord Rossi was probably the president. They're not sure. But there is a painting by James Hormsdale, and this is what you guys are looking at, on display in some museum that depicts the five members of the club seated around the table. Look at those wigs. They look fun. <laughs> so Richard, who started this club, was known already for dabbling in black magic. So there is Henry IV. He is a baron, and he was actually tried and convicted of murder in 1739. So Baron Barry of Santry, he um, burned a servant to death in oh, his gosh. bed after he drenched them in brandy and set them on fire. What a dick. But Sounds that's like not loser. what he was tried for. He was tried because he stabbed another servant. And he was convicted, but because he was so powerful and up in politics, he was protected by his friends and just spent the rest of his time in exile in England. Never went to jail. Henry doesn't wash his ass. I can just tell. <laughs> this picture. I just told you he killed two servants horribly. And you all you have to add is that he didn't wash his butt. That's, yeah, he, that's he's gross. gross. <laughs> he's disgusting. He's gross. Um, Simon Luttrell. He is Lord Ernham. Oh, look at that. So he's wig. a lord. Then you got Colonel Henry lord. Posenby. Colonel okay. Richard St. George. And Colonel Clements. Stories of wild behavior, debauchery, occult practices, demonic manifestations, they have all become part of the story over the years. Accounts of the club meetings report that they drank scalthine, which is a mixture of whiskey and hot butter. Oh, oh. I can make that for you. That's why I said mm. I think you might like that drink. Okay. It's a hellfire punch. Noted. Um, future me. Make that next time we get together. Whiskey oh, and hot God. butter. That honestly does not sound good. <laughs> <laughs> I like a good melted butter, but... I like hot mm, butter. Yeah, you do, but <laughs> I don't know about whiskey. Put it in with Fireball. 
What about yeah. cookie dough whiskey? And oh, fire. So cinnamon and butter. That's like oh, a good okay. apple crisp. Poured over some bread. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to dip our bread in, just straight into the shop. I can get down with that. <laughs> All right. That's okay. what they drink in Ireland. So not the Hellfire Punch, but Scalthine. Scalthine. Sounds gross. Noted. So in their meetings, they would leave one chair vacant because that is where Satan is supposed to sit. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if he ever showed up. Nothing but polite manners over here. Satan did show up once, and we're going to talk about Ooh. that. So there. <laughs> they <laughs> had bad. a mascot. What do you think was their mascot? Satan. Oh, hang on. Um, no, it's a winged it's creature. A goat. No, it's an actual animal. Oh, okay. Um, cat. It's yeah, black cat. Oh, my God. So was way good. off. <laughs> <laughs> the black cat is still rumored to haunt this place to this day. So the residents that they, remember, we're all talking about this lodge house, remember? Yes. So the residence was damaged by fire at one point in history, and the members had to relocate to another house that was on the hill. And we're going to talk about that house as well. Okay. It is unclear what all transpired at the Hellfire Club because the location is so remote. It was pretty removed from Dublin. that There's no accounts of any activities that happened there that have been verifiable. But there are some stories and some lore. I love lore. Okay. One night, a stranger. I love Lore. <laughs> I love Lore. I love Lamp. <laughs> Both of those are true. <laughs> One night, a stranger arrived at the club on a stormy night. Oh, a dark and stormy <laughs> night? Dark and stormy night. Yes. Yuki waited for that night to show up. It's my favorite kind of night. Did. For effect. He was invited in to join the members of the Hellfire Club who were playing a card game. Ooh, ooh, ooh. He's a vampire. Phase 10. A player dropped their card on the floor. Solitaire. He had to bend over. He bent down to pick it up. Somebody smacked his butt. <laughs> they saw a crack. And he Stuck noticed. a finger in. <laughs> Smelled it. <laughs> Passed up. He noticed that the stranger had a cloven hoof for a foot. Oh. Ooh. It's Satan. Not the cloven hoof. Goatman arrived to play cards. Ooh, he was ready. As soon as he noticed this, <laughs> the visitor disappeared in a ball of flame. Yep. So this story was found as um, late as the 1930s in some texts and in some literature. And a similar story was told of something that happened on Dolly Mount, which is also on Montpellier Hill. Okay. Okay. So that's another place that's haunted on this hill. Another story is that a priest came to the house one night and he found the members were engaging in animal sacrifice. Ew. I don't like that. That's where I draw the line. Hate Involving that. a black cat. <gasps> no. No. Not midnight. Shadow. <laughs> the Salem. priest grabbed the cat and performed an exorcism right then and there to get the demon out of the cat. Oh, thank goodness. And Did a it work? A, it says that a demon was released from the cat. Did the cat live? That TBD, it doesn't say. It did. It did. Yeah. <laughs> Praise me. Simon Luttrell. So Under he is <laughs> Lord Earnham. He later became the Earl of Carhampton. Carhampton. <laughs> what? <laughs> the most American way. I'm sure it's pronounced like Carhampton or something. Carhampton. Carhampton. Sandwich. I can't do it. Sandwich of Carhampton. The sandwich of Earl Hampton. <laughs> so he was one time the sheriff of Dublin. Okay. That sounds official. So it is believed that he was the subject of a literary poem in 1777 called The Diabloid. So like the Iliad, but with Diablo. Oh, Diabloid. Diabload. Diabload. That's probably it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he was described as, quote, the worst man in England. Do tell. In this poem, he made a pact with the devil to give up his soul within seven years in return for settling his debts. 
But when the devil came to Mount Pillier Lodge, where the Hellfire Club met, to claim his soul, he distracted the devil and fled. How did he distract him? I don't know. You know what? I think that's where the song with the fiddle came in, where the devil went down to Hell House. He was looking for a soul to steal. Oh, Oh. it's not Georgia. It wasn't Georgia. (laughs) It was originally Hell House. He went down to the Hellfire House. And they had to play it with a violin. Very. With the bongos in the background. (laughs) The goat skin bongos, yeah. Um, Other stories involving the Hellfire Club involves drinking sessions. Fun. Cheers. Are we the Hellfire Club? Black masses and animal sacrifices. Mm-mm. No, we're not we're the Hellfire Club. <laughs> it's been <laughs> <Not> answered. fun. <laughs> and the sacrifice of a dwarf or a little person. Got it. Okay. One story involves a man who was invited to witness a night at the Hellfire Club. And he was found the next morning trembling all over and terrified. And he never spoke a word again. I would be too. Ever? Ever. Okay. Oh, that's a long time. <laughs> How do you know? Maybe he died the next day. Oh, true. <laughs> it's true. It doesn't tell you. <laughs> All right. So people report nowadays smelling some strange smells like sulfur. It looks like it might smell like sulfur. Yes. There. And feeling generally unwell. It looks like it smelled like beets. Or like earth. Yeah, just earth. Beets. <laughs> I love beets. Beets no, smell like earth. I hate and beets. they taste like earth. I like radishes. <laughs> you just completely changed your mind. I love beets. No, I hate beets. I was beets. wrong. <laughs> I am allergic it's... to radishes. <sighs> I don't like radishes either. They're too spicy. Mm. Spicy dirt. They have also found traces of satanic rituals that were performed on these grounds. Okay. Like I said, at some point, this lodge was set on fire and damaged. And so they went down to another building on the property. But who knows what actually happened to this building? Some say that the Hellfire Club set fire purposefully when William Connolly, the original owner, when his son refused to renew their lease on the lodge. Another story says the members did it purposefully to give the building a hellish-looking appearance. And another says that following a black mass ritual, a footman spilled a drink, and a member retaliated by pouring brandy over him and setting him on fire, which spread and killed many people. Seems to be the way to kill other people during this time. Yes. Whatever the case, after the building caught fire and they went down the hill, (laughs) um, their club activities went more unnoticeable. So they were revived in 1771, and they were active for about 30 years. The most notorious member was Thomas Buck Whaley, and he is the son of Richard Chappelle Whaley. According to one story, the members were kidnapped, murdered, and ate a farmer's daughter. Oh, no. Well, that's frowned upon. He, Whaley, eventually repented of this, and when he died in 1800, the Hellfire Club disbanded after his death. Did they? So the Connollys sold the land to Luke White in 1800, and it passed through generations for multiple generations through inheritance, but ultimately the Massey family had a hold of it. They went bankrupt, and when they did, the state took hold of the land. So the building is now maintained by the state, and they managed the land and have installed stairs for safety and safety rails so you can go and look at it. Cool. So you can still see the remains of the prehistoric monument that were taken if you stand near the back of the building. Nice. In October 2016, they did an excavation and discovered a huge passage grave that probably dates back 5,000 years underneath the ruins. Wow. Isn't that just incredible to think yeah, about? 5,000 really years ago? I know. I was like shocked by the 1700s in Salem. Yeah. It's nothing. Also on the property further down the hill is the steward's house or a Killikey house. And this is where they went after the fire kind of disrupted their lodge. So the house is also reportedly haunted by a large black cat. 
Ooh. Like a giant cat, they it's said. It's like Clifford the dog, but a cat. Yes. Oh, like he barely fits in the building? Yeah. So they believe that That's this is cute. the cat that was exercised by the priest. Um, <laughs> he came back <laughs> really big. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> Meow. Barely fit in this house. <laughs> Just pops his little head out. <laughs> the most documented hauntings occurred in the late 1960s to early 1970s when they were the family who owned the house was converting it into an arts and like an art center. So they had a lot of staff and tradesmen who were coming in to redo the home and they complained of ghosts and paranormal activity. One night staff was confronted by a spectral figure and a black cat with glowing red eyes. That's never a good sign. So one of the artists actually painted a portrait of that cat and hung it up in the place for a while. Cool. There's also reports of an Indian man and two nuns that they named Blessed Margaret and Holy Mary, who were known to take part in the black masses. This feel made up, but okay. <laughs> there are reports of bells ringing and poltergeist-like activity. In 1971, a plumber was there doing some work and discovered a grave with a skeleton of a small figure that they think might be a child, but could be the dwarf that was sacrificed. Aww, that's very sad. Mm-hmm. So the house was a restaurant in the 90s before it closed down in 2001, and it is now privately owned as a residence. So you can't go there, but you can go, go to the original lodge, the Hellfire Club. Zach went to the Hellfire Club in London, and they went to the caves down there and investigated and found some creepy stuff. I haven't watched the episode, but... Oh, I've seen it. You know I have. I just remember it being, like, underground in some caves, and mm-hmm. they showed those, like, reenactment videos, you know, when they were talking about the history. Yeah. And I feel like everybody was wearing those weird, creepy masks. The, like the plague doctor they mask? They look like plague doctor mask yeah. or maybe just like, you know, half of their face was showing. Gotcha. They were involved in some debauchery. There was lots of debauchery that happened in the debauchery Hellfire Club. everywhere. So that is the story of the Hellfire Club Secret Society. Thank wow. you. That was very entertaining. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. And you can go there and, and I think walk we will. around the grounds. I think we shall. Don't and they even do, a good time. <laughs> they do paranormal tours at night if you want to go. You don't say. All right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in this week to our paranormal episode. You can always find us at thetipsycoast.com with our socials linked from there or send us an email at thetipsycoast at gmail.com. Please give us a five-star rating and a great review anywhere you listen to podcasts. We really appreciate it, and it really does help. All right, thanks so much. We will catch you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.